Hello weebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the man who doesn't know whether he's been spirited away or just plain flushed away. It's Will. How are you this week, Will? I'm sick of your fucking intro, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding no i'm really good thank you yeah i'm all right um uh i've forgotten how we do this intro what do what do we what do we say next are we talking about the show do we do we introduce what you tell everybody else what the rules of the show are oh yeah okay so yeah we watch three of three we do uh we ask three questions of three episodes of anime except we're actually not doing that this week we are doing something a bit different we are watching a movie yeah, we're mixing this up. week and seeing if that can get any anniversary. So the whole premise is, you know, we try and see if we can find the shows in an, in the anime world that uh, we could show to a noob and introduce them into the anime community. We want more weebs, apparently. That's that's our, our goal in life, to see how many weebs we Look can Look ladies and gentlemen. He's, he's referring to... To weebs as us, no. we want more weebs. <laughs> no. He says it's a slip of the he's tongue. officially sunk it. into the into the quagmire of the anime universe, and he's not getting back out easily. <laughs> I'll get back out if it helps me. Um, but uh, yeah, so this week we are looking at a movie for the first time because it's episode twenty. We thought we'd go big um, with something that um, is a, a bit of a legend in the anime community, isn't it? Because or in in the world, because yeah. you know I'd heard of this this film before. Um, coming into this show um, and you know I'm as mainstream as they get so uh, if, it, if it can reach me it Such can reach anyone me. yeah so this week we are looking at the whatever classic Spirited Away yeah that's right this week we are looking at the legendary Spirited Away uh it is the 2001 fantasy feature film from the absolutely iconic uh, Hayao Miyazaki, the founder of Studio Ghibli. Uh, this film is considered by many people to be one of the greatest animated films ever created, and it is the only anime to have ever won an Oscar. It came from Miyazaki's desire to create a film and a heroine that could inspire younger girls to be braver and to seek adventure, um, and it follows the story of chihiro as she enters the mysterious world of the kami it's another fucking isekai sam <laughs> it's another fucking isekai i got you <laughs> i got you <laughs> yeah she chihiro she travels into this world of the kami and tries to save her parents who've run foul of the kami's curse uh it's it was the highest grossing film of all time in japan uh until about three months ago when demon slayer knocked it off the top spots that's 19 years of being the biggest film in Japan. Bloody hell, it's the Titanic of Japan. Well, it beat Titanic. <laughs> it's, a, it's a metaphor, Sam, don't... <laughs> yes. But even with all of this grandeur and uh, legacy behind it, we still have to answer the simple question of, can we show this to a novice uh, in order to get them into anime? No. So let's pick it apart and see if it can gain a coveted spot in the anniversary. So, well, what what did you think? Can you summarize this for anybody who may have not seen it yet? Yes. Okay. So we meet a little girl who goes, moves away with her parents, and then they stumble in the woods, and he drives like a maniac, and they end up finding this abandoned theme park thing. That's they. She then in, is introduced to some spirits, and there's a little boy who tells her to go away, and then 
Um, she finds all these creepy little blobby things that she has to clean and wash because they're getting baths, apparently. And she washes all the spirits and has a really good time of it. She makes some friends, makes some enemies. There's a witch with a big head um, with uh, three <laughs> pet Dave Batista heads that just roll around following... <laughs> following everything that she does um there's yeah there's there's a lot it, it's a very weird wacky wonderful adventure world world experience it's 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 oh god i hated this film sam i hated this so much what? i'm sorry i know what? i know it's supposed to be this you know you, you, it's one oscars <laughs> must be good i could uh i watched this in three sittings and it is it just made it just made me sad. I just didn't like it at all. I'm afraid. <gasps> Look, I wow. went I went into this hoping it, it like there, there was the the image that I saw at the beginning of the film was the big giant uh, radish thing in the elevator with her stood yes. next to it, and I was thinking, ah, it's some sort of anime Big Hero Six. Um, it wasn't <laughs> that at all. That that thing doesn't show up again. I I wanted Big Hero Six, and I got magic fucking roundabout and you know it's just <laughs> you went into this expecting it to be like an actiony jaunt through the spirit world i thought it was gonna be some sort of um a guardian yeah some sort of guardian figure that uh takes her through and it gives they become best buddies and they go on adventures and stuff and it's it's just everyone for themselves in this uh chihiro is just on her own like big style and you yeah. said you introduced this as a family film i would not show this to a, a kid i would not show this to any why not there's nothing wrong with it's it it's traumatizing to, to dude it's just a bit weird i wouldn't say it's traumatizing the, pigs? the, the worst bit the- yeah, the pigs are. That's just that's a lesson, and don't be greedy. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat other people's food without paying. <laughs> is it because they come out of it pretty much unscarred and just go back to their normal life? That's all thanks to to Chihiro's pluck. Yeah, but my and, point is, they haven't and- learned their lesson. <laughs> She's no, learned yeah. the lesson, but for doing nothing, she didn't. She wasn't greedy. <laughs> She's gone through all this crap. Yeah. And and they they were the ones that did it. Like she had another... they're scot free at the yeah. end, like riding into the sunset without caring. Just oblivious, the world. yeah. God, oh. yeah, that's really surprising. I'm really surprised that uh, you didn't enjoy this. So I thought this would have been right up your alley because oh. you like all the uh, right. fantasy stuff, like or magic and mystery and yeah. But there's a big this, difference. This, didn't okay, sing this, to you? this I don't feel comfortable in worlds that are far too removed that I can't hold on to anything. I need something tangible. And it's usually the characters. So characters mm-hmm. who are relatable and um, have personality that I, could, that I can see their process go through all you these things. You need an isekai things. protagonist. <laughs> you need to project yourself onto somebody else who doesn't know what's going on. Pretty much, yeah. Whereas this is more like, this reminds me of like the labyrinth. And all I'm waiting for is like David Bowie to come out David and Bowie just, to just rock up start, and start swinging, singing. Start, start singing stuff. It's it, all, all like the never-ending story. Um, it's 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 basically the never-ending story. There is a big dragon. a lot of yeah. There's a lot of kind of visual similarities to that, especially with Haku's dragon form. Yeah, and uh, and I, I I I just it makes me sad. I don't like it. It makes I don't like those films. I don't like I don't like that feeling I get from just having no anything can happen. Nothing makes sense. There is no context. It's just these weird uh, Yeah. Talk, I can see why. Talking door handles. I, so do you not like Alice in Wonderland no, either? No, can't stand it. I hate that. I hate that crap. 
Wow, see, that's really interesting Fuck because you, I Lewis like these weird, wacky, drug-filled <laughs> worlds. Yeah, I mean, I like stories like this where we have it is so far removed from normality and what feels safe and secure that it actually feels like you are in another world. And the way that Miyazaki portrays the spirit realm as being a little bit close to things that you might recognize. So there are, there are restaurants and money is a, a system in this world. And the way that that is then so completely othered by the people who inhabit the world, I think makes for a really compelling story. It gives you that air of mystery and that sense of discovering something for the first time. Like when you're a kid, you, it's, you're seeing new things. Oh, yeah, you remember that time you, you found that abandoned theme park and your parents turned into pigs and um, there's a creepy... Like, they'd gone out of their way Look, to... I don't like this. to talk about it. The parents are still there and because uh, I, I failed the trial. I got away <laughs> over the river, but I abandoned them there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this This is... It's really um, useful. It's really lucky that uh chihiro is like a has a really strong moral compass and wants to help others because if if she wasn't mm. she'd have just like ditched this a long time ago and parents would still be there and haku would be dead yeah. and uh yeah it, it, i want to see that film <laughs> you, you want to see the, the quicker so this, what you're ta- what you're describing is pan's labyrinth <laughs> <laughs> well the quicker this ends the better you the know, dark what, version you of get spirited away yeah <laughs> okay let's let's go to kind of a few beats into it. So we start off outside of this weird, bizarre dreamscape with mm. Chihiro moving house. So already we've got the parallels there for it's an, it's something new and unknown. And so she needs to learn to be able to deal with that. And so what better way to do that than to chuck her completely into this bizarre world full of creatures that she's never seen before. Yeah. It's almost like she's getting a calling there as well, though. Like the, 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 the nothing comes of that. She's, She's got like the wind I blowing. I read that as way. her getting, yeah, I read that as her getting like warning signs because she sees the spirit houses and she gets, she's got this uncomfortable feeling. But why is she getting, trying to pull why, why isn't anyone else getting these warning signs, dude? Because she's the protagonist. I guess you could say that it's like, with the protagonist, but also she's still got that childish worldview where she's more susceptible to seeing these things instead of being skeptical like the parents are. Also, her mum sucks <laughs> she is constantly nagging at Chihiro all the time like she's scared and doesn't want to go in the tunnel and she's like oh stop being such a whiner yeah. get into the tunnel stop clinging to me i'll trip over come on keep up I'm like, <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah mother your daughter a little bit stop just treating her like a burden no wonder she doesn't want to follow you places no wonder she doesn't want to move house yeah this 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 is uh, really a cry for help um and is that is that the is that the whole premise of the film that this is all going on in her head? It's escapism. She's just imagining everything because she can't bear the fact that her parents have neglect have neglected her for years and don't care about her. Potentially, <laughs> I, I like that read. She tripped over in the tunnel, and she this is all just a, a fever dream while she waits to wake up. Yep, uh, it's it's canon. That's what it is now. <laughs> and Dad, oh my God, he is a graceful gazelle as he dances over the river. He's he's carrying a bit of extra weight, but he he just he just tiptoes delicately across there like a little ballerina. He's he's, he's a wonderful, wonderful character. Um, yeah. yeah. So what happens? He's got, next? he's got cash to flash as well because Does he's he? got uh, he's driving the Audi at the start, a four wheel drive Audi in the nineties. And then <laughs> one of my favourite lines of the whole because I watched this in dub as well because I really wanted to just sit back and enjoy the animation and to not kind of had to keep looking down towards the subs. The, the, there's a lot of differences between the sub and the dub. 
Because I was reading yeah, it at the same I, time. I, there's so many different... Um, well, I made notes about that later. There's, there's a particular point that I got really stuck on because I was like, hmm. Mm. Like the, the, all the points about, oh, it's love. Yeah. And we'll get to that as we, as we come across. But yeah, my, one of my favorite uh, lines in the whole thing is after they arrive in this abandoned theme park uh, and they find all this delicious and tempting food, dad goes, don't worry, you've got daddy here. He's got credit cards yeah. and cash. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they get painted very quickly as not very good people. Like, and I don't, the, do mm. they have redeeming qualities? They don't really. Like, even well, no, there's nothing. I mean, well, I mean, I guess they, they're they're trying to build this move to Chihiro as this. It's a positive, and she, they're trying to reassure her. But in the same kind of breath, they're still putting her down for nagging and and being annoying. And so. they and they still just completely ignore her. Like any, she doesn't have any sort of say. Like they go off and devour when they finally get into the 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 food hall they're like de- demolishing the this massive feast of food which by the way mm. how are they not skeptical like this is an abandoned theme park and there's a massive um buffet there just waiting to be devoured so they're demolishing that and she's there like i want to go can we go like this is not this is weird why aren't you seeing this and we shouldn't be doing this we're gonna get in trouble and she just wanders off and her parents don't bat an eyelid like these are not good parents dude like why why no, do we care no, i'm not saying that they are but why do, why, why do we care that they're, they're like... being turned into pigs like she comes back after being a bit freaked out at the bathhouse or at the bridge mm. and and then she comes back and they're just in their clothes as pigs that's disturbing, yep, they've, man. They've transformed. That's so disturbing. I did not. That's no more that. disturbing than like Aunt Flo getting blow, like blown up as a big balloon thing in Harry Potter. Aunt Flo is, that, is it Aunt Flo? Aunt Marge. Aunt Vera? I don't know. Aunt Marge. Yeah. Um, it, it's it is because that's comical gold. This is disturbing. <laughs> These Just pigs shall ask pigs in human clothing. <laughs> yeah, like they they are fully grown pigs. Like the de- the attention to detail here is des- designed to disturb. Whereas Aunt Marge blowing up, she's like just it's cl- it's like a Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's you c- it's clearly CGI. Oh, okay, Willy Wonka and, and the, the Chocolate Factory is fucked up. <laughs> yes, but again I've got really good characters to f- take me through this sort of weird little world. Mm. I think, character-wise, yeah. Okay, what did you think of of Chihiro as our protagonist then? Um, she sort of got grew into it a little bit for the first half of the film. I thought it was she was a bit sort of meh. Um, I thought as she got into the film and she started making decisions and make you know going about. She, she's obviously she's a bit of a one-trick pony. Like she just she she does what she thinks is best and nothing's mm-hmm. going to stop her and she just keeps doing it i mean and again there's some really weird bit, weird, weird scenes with her where she has some sort of inhumane power to run along falling drain pipes that are f- hanging oh. off the sides of buildings and she That's she runs stuff. Yeah, she yeah. runs down the stairs like there's the the, the a tiny <laughs> attempt at comic relief she slaps into the I'd, wall i really enjoyed that bit because like the whole of that scene where she's sneaking down the stairs. So she gets to the bathhouse and she's told she needs to get some work. So she's got to sneak into the boiler room and we see the stairs that she's got to go down to get to the boiler room, the really steep rickety falling apart. And she's inching closer and everything's timed and it looks like it's going to take ages. And then it's just snap. (laughs) She misses her footing and she sprints down like 
into a wall. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that whole so, scene. But it's complete. It, yeah, but it goes from playing it so straight with her track, with tracking her movements as she edges down to boom, we're doing slapstick comedy. She runs into a wall and goes splat. Like it's, to me, it's like, what? I, I don't know what it's trying to be. It's just, it's not funny because I was, I was genuinely concerned for the life of this little child. <laughs> and then she turns into a Looney Tunes cartoon. Like it, it what? That's no, that's no payoff for me. Thank you very much. Like, I thought, did you not enjoy it? I, oh, I liked it. I thought it was like a nice. Uh, if I wanted to watch the Three Stooges, I'd go do that. I, I don't need it to come into my, <laughs> into my other world sort of discovery thing. And it, I don't know. It's just it, it had no payoff. It was like, oh, this is really treacherous. Oh no, wait, it's not because I'm in a cartoon and I can do anything. Like, where's where's the treachery? Where's the danger? If you're just going to ruin it like that, I mean, the danger comes back into it. Yeah, but you can't pick and like choose, dude. It's either dangerous that. or it's not. Like, you can't. Well, yeah, I think you can. I think you can. You can balance between the two because you get other, like other shows have done it in uh, in The Witcher. There's a point where they're on the haven't seen the side of a big cliff, and it's it's dangerous. And then guy makes a joke, everyone laughs, and then a guy falls to his death. Like, and it, and it pays off. It can work. Okay, okay, think- but that's different because that's not changing the laws of physics and the laws of the universe. That's just people cracking jokes. I- that's completely different. But I don't the mind laws of comic relief. Don't change when she runs down the stairs. She just she's just running down them quickly. Oh, it's not like she dude, veers that- left or right. She just runs down the stairs and then into for about two hundred the meters. Yeah. After we've shown, you after me if we've you shown, got, if after you we've didn't shown, get that sort of, after we've shown the wind and the treachery and her sort of, you know, the the creakiness of it all, and like, it's it's a bit fortunate, isn't it? <laughs> It's fortunate, yeah, but it's. It, I think it adds. I'm to being it. kind. I it's ridiculous. It. Right, moving on. <laughs> the, she meets Doctor Eggman in the basement. Oh, and he's got four arms, and they're really stretchy and long because we need to freak people out even more. You really, really didn't like these demons, <laughs> did you? You're really, really. I just like, don't. I don't. It doesn't look like a human, so I hate it. <laughs> no, it's it's not that. It's not that at all. It's that I can. I I feel like they are doing it to be as weird and wacky as possible with no concern of the of explanation with no concern of to the explanation make it weird. if you're going if you're going to go like weird and unusual i want there to be context purpose i want there to be reason behind it but if it. you were to try and then get the context of every kami that turns up in this like all I don't the need spirit, everyone i, I, I need and, i need some sort of hint at it i just but, I, like who are these if, you, if in real life when you go off somewhere you don't get the entire backstory of your boss the first day that you get to get to your new job you don't ask them okay so where are you from and and why are you like this and i need more context for why you're here in this boiler and running this thing like you, you no, because he's it. human and like, i this know is a world, there's a lot of things i know this about is a it. world that is already established and lived in and we like chihiro are the outsiders coming in they don't feel the need to explain what they're like because She's just passing through as, as far as they're concerned, or she's just there and she's an inconvenience. Yeah. We don't need, and I feel like if we took those steps to sit down and explain every detail and spell it out for the audience, we end up with a sword art situation mm. where you're sitting around in a cafe expositing every little detail. Whereas okay. this just, you are a passenger in this bizarre and unusual world. Things aren't going to get explained. Things aren't going to be. They don't need uh, to be explained. Nicely wrapped up, but what, in a bow. Yeah. Okay. Look, you, you make a very, very good point. Okay. You don't want that to be explained, and you, I like the idea of it just being you're just passing through and learning about 
what you can. You as, learn what you can yeah. as you go. But I feel like the the writer and the people who've come up with these characters and things have gone, right, we'll just... They're, they're trying to be quirky. They're trying to be as batshit crazy as possible for just for that purpose, for no purpose of plot, for no... Pu- like, let's give the witch a giant, massive head and let's have her have a giant baby like is it her baby we we kind of get the feeling it is i don't know there's just i need tangible stuff Again, that it's i can like, that can carry me through yeah it's like alice in wonderland there's a rabbit with a pocket watch there's a there's a centipede smoking hookah yeah like Again, none of those things were ever explained <laughs> one of the one of the great but, great books of greatest books of all time one of the most popular stories <laughs> just now and will one star Goodreads review. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't like the centipede. Yeah, freak me out. It's got too many legs. <laughs> this guy's got too many arms. Yeah, don't like him. I know. I know. It sounds ridiculous. I just and and maybe I'm just trying to find yeah. excuses for why I don't like it. But it's just. I just. It's just. It's not my. Cup I think of tea. something <laughs> that that ties into why you might not like it as well is that for kids in Japan, a lot of these spirits and uh, this concept of kami is just their childhood and their growing up. They have this understanding of oh well, there are spirits and the spirits in Japan. Like if you if you look at any kind of artwork of uh, evil spirits and yokai from Japan, they are horrifying. Right? <laughs> you know, like in England, we have fairies and unicorns <laughs> and there's dragons and they're kind of cool but don't mess with them in japan it's like here's a little goblin that comes out of the water and steals your soul through your ass <laughs> and the kids grow up on that yeah uh okay so like yeah. maybe it's something that is definitely lost in translation when trying to view this from a western perspective because it is very very entrenched in eastern yeah and I think I think if you do com- Eastern aesthetics, if you do compare it to like Alice in Wonderland, yes, it's a rabbit with a pocket watch, but it's a rabbit and a pocket watch. Those are two things that I know. And yes, it's quirky to put them together. And you know, there's a centipede smoking a hookah or whatever. But I know what a centipede is. I know what a hookah is. These are real mm. tangible things that they sort of brought to life in a different way. Whereas this is in a culture that I don't understand particularly well. And, you know, shame on me for that. That's, that's my in ignorance, not being familiar with Japanese culture as much, but then all these spirits mm-hmm. and everything. Um, it's just very, it's too much all at once that I just don't understand that r- to enjoy the story. I feel like I need to be more, I need to know more about it. Really. There was so much that went on. Yeah. That I was like, like li- I said to you off, off air when I was making notes for this, I've got, it's just a, a running commentary of like, um, I've got Haku goes to meet big headed lady who flies off. Haku tells her to meet her at the bridge. She takes the shoes from the soot monsters. Uh, then the, the suit monsters are so cute. Suits are, soot's a weird word, isn't it? Do you say suit or soot? Like it's close to foot. I say, su- but then it's also close to I, moot. Like I say soot. Yeah. It's it, it's one of those words. That's probably Thomas the Tank Engine, it, like coloring my pronunciation though. And Ringo <laughs> Starr saying, "And the fat controller was covered in soot." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just um, you don't see it written down enough to really. You don't say it enough to really really get. Con- it doesn't really come up in the in yeah. the language. Unless you're northern, often, and then it everything's just soot or. 
I remember working dark mines and all the soot in my lungs. I read a book, <laughs> went to the moon. Oh, no, wait, moon is... Never mind. Right, back to um, Spirited Away. Where are we? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there's a giant muck. Oh, yeah, the giant of muck. I did want to talk about, you know, when she goes into the um, the boiler room? Yes. Yeah, okay, go on then. I really like the uh, the direction choices for it because outside for the whole of the film we've had uh, kind of background music tinkering away but then when the background music fades it's been quite quiet apart from maybe some sounds of the breeze and it really kind of gives you this idea of oh it's this big open space and it's it's bathed in this nice daylight and then when she goes into the um boiler room we get this change into these harsh oranges yeah and there's this constant background noise of the pistons and the steam and the clanking of the of the uh, coal as they throw it into the furnace. I really like how that affects your perception of the scene. Like Chihiro, mm-hmm. you've gone from this almost peaceful outdoors to this more chaotic inner world. So the bathhouse looks beautiful on the outside and pristine and tranquil. And then you see this worker level, what's making it all run from underneath. I really liked that shift. It's just something that I noticed as as um, she went in there, yeah. and that really appealed to me. Cool, that was good. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I like the fact that it's they, they've they've gone out of their way to add different um, dimensions to this world. You know, it's not just all on one level. They're you know, there's mm-hmm. this uh, a complete contrast. Yeah, like you say, it's a big big contrast, and it it does add another dimension and make it feel more real. Um, yeah, and more practical. Miyazaki's absolutely amazing with. I think his his visual storytelling in terms of um, the geography of a film that he creates, like from the beginning of the film, and it might just be because I've seen it a few times, yeah. but from the beginning of the film, you can kind of, you can track, okay, so there's the tunnel that they come in from, the street of the vendors, the bridge, and then there's the little offshoot where she hides uh, at the beginning, then there's the bathhouse, and then the bathhouse is made up of, okay, there's the boiler room, mm. and then there's the upper levels, and then there's the... Uh, and do, they, do they stay top level? Do they stay true to that? Like, if you if you were like navigating your way around, do you think throughout the movie they the places are in the I same place? I think you would. He is he does this a lot in another one of his films, The Castle of Cagliostro. He's got extensive drawings of the castle and the inner workings and the maps. And I think being able to and you always get with Miyazaki this overview of the setting first. So we see the bathhouse and we see that there's like a big pipe so we know that there must be a boiler room and you see the the rusted stairs going off to the side and you see the bridge and you see the train and all of those elements eventually get visited uh, either repeatedly or throughout the course of the film and i think just having that sense of geography really helps you to understand how the action is playing out yeah like during the chase scene with uh no no name or no face oh. later in the film yeah <laughs> don't get me started i knew on that <laughs> i i you you recognize almost the places that she's leading him ah. through the kitchen out into the side where she ran across ah. earlier and then ah. dropping into the into the river ah. 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 <laughs> That's, oh god stop it oh, oh. For, for the listeners sam's just got a new microphone and that sounds even more disturbing than ever um <laughs> i like it when i when i talk really nice and up close and then go ah. it's really it's Ooh. i don't know what it's really low like you've got a really deep tone to that I, you sound like you sound so sinister <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Okay. So but yeah, so she's in the bathhouse. Lynn is voiced by Meg from Hercules. No. Yes. Uh, and I was like, I know this voice from somewhere. Well Why am I suddenly <laughs> remembering my childhood crush? Oh, it's because it's Megra. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn, that cartoon was good. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. she's in the bathhouse. We've got Meg. Uh, shut up, Meg. And um, <laughs> she sort of gets lumbered with this. I like I like that. Like, she gets lumbered with the, the newcomer, the human. And she's all like, oh, you can't do that. God, why, why am I stuck with her? And then... And then she switches and she's all like, hey, well done. Gives her a high five. Well done. You got a job. She's lost her name by this point, no? That's weird. She signs a contract, oh, yeah. takes her name, and she's now Sen. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's due to the, the, the kanji of the name. She takes all of it apart from the one that can be read as Sen. Mm. So, yeah. And that's how Yubaba, um, who's the big, big-nosed, big-headed witch lady. Yeah. Uh, that's how she controls the Denzians. Denizens? <laughs> What? Dunesians. I don't know. Spirits? I think it's denizens. The, 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 the people who inhabit the, the hot springs, she controls them by taking their name. So yes. she has to give people work, but she's, because she's made some sort of oath. We don't know to who. We don't know why. No. But, um, she's gotten around this by saying, okay, that's fine. I'll give people work, but they're going to have to do everything I say because I'm going to take their names. And if you forget your name, then like Haku, who's forgotten his name. Yeah. You're basically completely in her thrall um, and you have to do whatever she says. Um, and we see this and this is described to us as Haku having lost the light in his eyes. And mm. we do see that consistently throughout the film. We do see his eyes don't have that typical anime sheen to them. Oh, okay. I didn't mm. spot that, but that's cool. That's a nice touch. Yeah. She, so we meet we meet this witch woman who is is wonderfully big and... Um, how is this film two hours long, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> it felt much longer. I, I watched, I watched, I because I watched this in three sittings. I, I finished the first sitting on Wednesday night and I was like, oh, well, at least I've got a good chunk of it done. And I'd done like 36 minutes and I was like, oh my God, how is that? How am I that? Not that far through it. It was, um, it was a bit depressing, but yeah. Admittedly, it does feel like it drags, especially once it hits the third act. Mm. I think the first two acts are the strongest part of the, of the film. So her coming to the new world and having to get herself a job and then all of the scenes of her working in the bathhouse and dealing with customers and dealing with the people who come in and the whole no face stuff i think once she gets on the train the momentum just like her earlier in the film (laughs) runs headfirst into a brick wall (laughs) that um that's interesting because the train i don't know whether you mean that this isn't the case but the train scene was one of my favorite scenes of the film really yeah um i yeah i thought it was really uh picturesque really calming um something i could Mm. go to sleep to I like the artistry. I was wondering, I was thinking about Grimgar. Lo-fi beats to study and relax to. Yeah. <laughs> Lo-fi trains to study and return Hanko stamps to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think he reminded me of Grimgar in the art. In the art. Is, is a lot of this done, is, is a lot of this scenery painted? Yes. Um, all of the so this is something I wanted to touch on a little bit um, with the animation. Yeah. I'll have a bigger animation rant towards the end, but yeah, <laughs> the background arts are stunning. That uh, yeah. everything in this film, okay, not everything, but <laughs> about ninety percent 
to 95% of this film is hand animated, hand drawn, hand and painted, all done by people. No, like there's a little bit of 3D, uh, CGI used yeah. at one noticeable point in the, one of the bath scenes when the river spirit comes back out. Other than that, everything else is done either done directly by Miyazaki or by one of his under underlings yeah. by hand. Yeah, no, I really like the that. Even from the first few scenes, as they're driving through the forest, you can see mm. like the paint strokes and stuff, and it's a quite a contrast to the anime characters, which, yeah, I like that. That's a definitely a big tick in the um, pro comment co- column for this for this film, yeah. Um, where are we up to, dude? Uh, what do you want to talk about next? We're at the bathing stuff, I guess. I really want to talk about the the actual bathing scenes. Um, yeah. Where that sounds sketchy. Yeah, it does. Anything? Sam. Why? What? Let me t- let's talk about how they bathe. <laughs> let's talk about bathe, baby. <laughs> no, um. So Chihiro gets a job, and she's under Megra Lynn, whatever she's called. Yeah. And <laughs> her first job is to clean out this really gross onsen, uh, hot spring bath. Yeah. So they're scrubbing it out and oh no on the horizon there's a big goopy goopy monster yeah. it's rimaru he's back baby <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he's he's gross <laughs> yeah he's he's old and gross this is the spirit rimaru um mm. just yeah come for a bath and uh that's <gasps> uh, yeah so they bathe him he gets stuff everywhere and because mm. she she somehow notices that he's injured <clears throat> Somehow notices that he's injured, so she pulls on something and releases all this. It's a junk handle, I think it is. Yeah, releases all this junk that's inside him, and it turns mm. out he was a river spirit. And for some reason, he grants her. What does he give her? He gives her some. He gives her some medicine. Well, yeah, like special. Yeah, river spirit medicine. Okay. Unless <laughs> it's like his toe fungus or something. <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit fungi esque. Um, yeah and uh, yeah why do you want to talk about that sam it's a weird scene what do, What else do you need to say it's weird but it's like when he approaches the bathhouse and the uh yubaba decides okay no actually it's fine we're just gonna let him in and deal with it yeah i love everybody's reactions to the smell like as yeah. he's cross- crossing yeah. the bridge the frog man just looks like he passes away he like his body goes rigid and he just falls backwards yeah like he's dead and when the when he approaches uh, Yubaba and Chihiro and goes like gives him the money, I love their reactions. So Yubaba's nose like folds back in on itself. <laughs> Chihiro's got this big shiver that goes all the way up yeah. to the top of her head. Yeah. Lin walks by with two bowls of food, and the food <laughs> just disintegrates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. And then the actual um, this is where we kind of get links into what No Face is up to. So he steals a bath token for Chihiro and then ends up stealing loads of them and this is what ends up saving the day because she clips in the right ones to wash away all this gunk yeah and this is where Miyazaki and Ghibli's kind of environmental message comes into this film in its most like blatant form that there usually is some sort of environmental message in his films but here there's the river spirit and the river spirit oh no he's full of crap because people keep dumping stuff inside of him so he's had to come and get rescued very, by the bathhouse very clever so she pulls out all the bikes and the fridges and the teddy bears and then this weird wooden dragon mask 
thing yeah. <laughs> just bursts out of the water. Um, I, I really like it. I think that's one of the highlight scenes for me. Yeah. In terms of animation, in terms of humor, in terms of um, moving the plot along at a nice clip. And we get to see, especially with Chihiro, she's clumsy. Yeah. She's described as a klutz. Yeah. And we, she doesn't succeed first time with clipping things on. She's slipping all over the place. And I like that she doesn't just go, okay, I've got to clip it. Done, 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 done. It's like, it, it's how an actual 10 year old kid would react when trying to pull a bike out of a sea dragon. <laughs> that was a weird sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree that a 10 year old kid would do that. I feel like a 10 year old kid would probably just cry in the corner and have a mental breakdown and be scarred for life and be in therapy for 20 years. But I agree that it's. Yeah, that's the sequel. <laughs> Spirited therapy. It's just, um, it's just her just sat in a in a room. It's a complete, yeah, complete contrast. It's probably got um, uh, what's that? I can't remember that. Been, uh, what's what's the dude from um, Filth and uh, the, the James McAvoy? Yeah, it's probably got James McAvoy in there somewhere. He's probably the therapist. As Chihiro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was imagining the therapist, but Ch- Chihiro probably he wouldn't he wouldn't refuse the role, would he? Let's be honest, he'd be well in for it. Yeah, but let's do let's do this really uh, edgy. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I, but I, I think that it would be realistic, like uh, realistic of a person, you know, like the, the dropping and stuff. Yeah. Clumsy. Good. Um, and there were some scenes in here, like the bath scene that I did. I was able to sort of lose myself in because uh, there was enough continuity mm. and I sort of got a grasp of the situation enough that I could invest in it. And yeah, so there were some good scenes and this was one of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. But yeah, and I, I didn't, I, cause I, again, watching this first time, there's so much stuff going on. I'll, I'll completely confess that I didn't pick up any of that, uh, <laughs> you know, pollution is bad. Um, let's not do that, um, vibe. So, uh, but that's a nice message. Do you think you'd benefit from a, from a, do you think you'd benefit from a second viewing? Don't make me watch it again. Or so. do you think you don't make me watch it again? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't force that upon yes, you. Yes, I course. probably I'm would. Saying, I probably I'm thinking. Would. I probably would definitely. I think there's too much, mm. yeah, going on for me to really appreciate the the good stuff. And to be honest, I think I'd, I'd, I think after about half an hour, after the first watch, I'd pretty much reserved myself. I'd signed out a little bit. Um, and mm. there's a lot, you know. I made myself watch the rest of it, but there was part of me like, I just need to get through this. Um, which you just know, to power through. Yeah, it's no, you're not. Yeah, you're not going to land every time with me. But and I'll I'll, t- I'll be I'll be brutally honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, yeah, of course. That, that that defeats the purpose of of this whole thing because we need. It's got this big like legacy behind it, and it's all this like hype around it. But I will fully admit as well. The first time that I watched it on Channel Four, I was like, eh, mid. Yeah. Yeah. And then coming back to it when i've watched it with friends and when i've watched it again this time i've picked up on more stuff i've seen more bits from it i've read discourse around it enough that i know more about the lore and the spirit so i'm like oh yeah okay i get that so yeah it is something that i feel gets better every time but also but i always find maybe that as a first i always find show. that a bit a bit a bit cheeky because like you could mm. do that with so many films 
Uh, I mean, not not every film. You know, some films are just what you know. They're just slapdash. This is what it is. Here you go. But there there will be loads of films out there that if you look behind the meanings, and they'll have hidden things in them that people will appreciate it. But it doesn't automatically make it a good film because it's got those things. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, but No Face is here to break the economy because you know what solves all issues: gold, printing money. Yeah, gold. Yeah. <laughs> That's never backfired in the history of human <laughs> ever. What is what is No Face's motivation? Is it, it is he? Uh, I sort of picked it up as we went along. Is he is he corrupted by like uh, <laughs> commerce and like uh, <laughs> nice things? No Face was corrupted by capitalism. <laughs> well, yeah. What's his deal? So I think. With No Face, he's he, so they describe him as a monster. Uh, the the people within the bathhouse, mm. and um, I think he's been clearly trying to get into the bathhouse, but nobody lets him in because I think they know that he'll cause problems. But Chihiro, being Chihiro, thinks, "Oh, I'll leave the door open, in you come." I think his goal is to eat Chihiro, but he can't do it unless she accepts something from him. Because the only people that we see him eat are people who take something from him. So who take the gold or who, um. Nah, I do not, I did not get that at all. That's in, wow. Okay. So he's not a good guy. No, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> like it, it looks like that at first because he's this nice, nice smiley face. And when you see him on the bridge the first time, he's the only person who can see Chihiro. He's the only, he's walking away from the bathhouse because he's been rejected. Yeah. And he turns back to look at her. So I think. His goal is to get her, and to do that, he's trying to find something that she wants. So initially, wow. when he like she needs the token, mm. so No Face takes the token. But she and d- then she does technically take that. She, I think so, but I think she needs to take <laughs> something certain, else, maybe a certain value or like <laughs> because I, I don't think he doesn't give it to her. Does does he? He knocks it off so that she can then pick it up and take it. Well, he sort of dangles it, it floats in midair, and then he sort of just drop. Give, I'm sure he just gives it to I mean, I think it's, you can't see him because he's invisible, but I feel like he does just sort of, mm. it floats in midair because the frog man's like trying to grow. Yeah, but maybe well, it's not worth on? enough. Maybe it's only if it's 500 yen or more, you're allowed, Yeah, <laughs> he's allowed to eat you. <laughs> only this level of, of it. So yeah, so he then starts to devour everyone in the house. Yeah, and she, and and bearing in mind, she caused all this, and at the end, they're just like, mm. "Run along, that's fine," you know. But come on, in you go. <laughs> it's your turn to be eaten. <laughs> so yeah, she force feeds him this medicine, and then this causes him to start vomiting uncontrollably. Now, this is something that I can agree with you with it. It's very unsettling. It's <laughs> it's very goopy and black, and yeah. it's just not very nice to look at. But Yubaba does get nailed with a lot of vomit, so it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he starts vomiting out all the uh, all the different characters he's eaten as well. Um, so so there's no that's another thing about this film. There's no it's one of those there's no repercussions to anything at the end of it. Everything reverts back to the way it was before. Um, but the frog that that was also really creepy. The the no face started talking with the frog's voice. Frog's voice, yeah. That was weird. Um, Spooky. Very spooky. Yeah, No Face is its just a, an unusual character that I genuinely think, you know, she let him in, he ate everyone, and they're fine with it. I, it should, they just shouldn't be fine with it. They should be, like, hanging her out to dry, and she should be just, I don't know, thrown out of the of the bath. 
But hey, her guts should be had for gratis. But the most we kind of hear about her punishment is, oh well, Yubaba's really, really upset and wants to like punish her and wants to do whatever. But we never see any of that because she just happens to skirt around the rest of them enough that yeah. she manages to lead him on this merry goose chase through the entirety of the the hot springs and then out the back door because. Mm she needs to go and return this oh we didn't even talk about haku's return that is some haku's return in yeah. dragon form is something which is pretty grim what with the paper the paper little birds that fly around yeah. and attack him um mm. yeah it's 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 paper dude like why is he so cut up <laughs> you ever had a paper cut <laughs> that's <laughs> stings he's a dragon like what is it, what are his powers as a dragon? Is it that he can fly? Because uh, he can fly and be a big lizard cat. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like he should have more tricks up his sleeve to deal with some paper birds. But apparently, yeah, that, the that, fire that defeats him. Yeah, where's the where is the fire breath? I mean, he's a river river thing, so maybe ice breath or water breath would be more appropriate. Yeah. Something cool, but not yeah. just I dragonfly. Yeah, <laughs> dragonfly. <laughs> Dragon dragonflies <do> <laughs> maximize did you ever watch dragonflies we're throwing it back to like episode one or two here. Oh, right the way that was back in attack on titan episode wasn't it yeah. no i didn't go and watch dragonflies i lo- i think i looked at a picture of it and went yeah i understand yeah, i understand the concept yeah see that is something that you don't need any explaining you don't need any sort of that's why the are the of, dragons flying that... will tell me why <laughs> dragons fly dude that's that's why they're dragons a dragon that can't fly is just a big dog or a big lizard. A big lizard. Uh, but then how do you explain bearded dragons, Will? Huh? Where are your facts and logic now? Look, I can't explain why they're called dragons when they're not actually dragons. That's just language, dude. Like Wait, People call they're things... Dragons? They're not dragons. No, you're right. Thank you. We established it because they can't fly. What? What? <laughs> yeah, dra- I thought they were dragons. <laughs> My entire life is a lie. Uh... You can get some big ass dragons that you probably could ride as well, and then you could, you know, live in the world of dragonflies. Be uh... anyway. I'm not watching dragonflies. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring it around. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to get, we're going to get you watching dragonflies. Um, you just need, you just need to know. Special. You just need to know dragonflies maximize, and that is, it's like one of the coolest slogans when you hear the hear the boys scream that and uh, take on whoever it is. I can't even remember the villain. Right, Haku is a dragon. Maximize. Yes, Haku is a dragon. Um, <laughs> I do like the way that he moves, like the way that he's portrayed writhing through the air, kind of like a like a snake mixed with, I don't know, I, a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> really descriptive of you there, Sam. Way to go. Yeah. No, I mean, like he looks kind of like a mix between a Chinese dragon and a snake as he kind of fumbles his way back up to the top of the tower. Yeah, a water snake. Oh. Yeah, almost like it was planned. Yeah, almost like there's some oh. hidden messages in here. So Haku's a dragon, apparently, and uh, they mm-hmm. he he gets cut up by all these bits of paper, and uh, Sen is a bit just. Uh, oh, she's all she's all teary about it. Like she she wants to help him. It's Haku. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Haku tries to eat her a couple of times, um, but she yeah, just keeps like up. a big growl. Yeah, he like he's, he's very defensive. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he has been sliced to pieces. Definitely yeah, a true. Cuts taking very literally here. Yeah, 
It's, it's, it's a weird, like, again, I know we're not supposed to, everything's not supposed to be explained, but how is he a dragon if he can't remember who he is? Like, that's, it, it just seems like, it, it, does he, it doesn't really remember much when he's a dragon. I feel like his personality, he sort of shifts into animal mindset. Um, yeah. And then, but he then also doesn't. He can fly away and go do stuff, but then he doesn't know who he is. So, is he a river god or is he not? Like, I don't know. It's just a, yeah. He also, after he f- remembers his true name, he turns With back into a, a human boy. form. So the dragon form is is gone. So was the dragon form tied to the fact that he didn't have his memories, or is he? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Could he have fl- flown this entire time but just chose not to? He also has like a bunch of other magic that he uses throughout, like right at the beginning where he uses a spell to catch the frog and to oh, yeah. he blows ice crystals from his mouth. Again, stuff that re- doesn't really get explained but is just accepted as part of the the universe. But I'd like to see, I'd like to have seen more of that, like him using different cool spells to trick his way throughout the bathhouse. That'd been nice. Yeah, and there's but there's all <laughs> yeah. But again, I'd have just had more questions and more things to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So he's stolen this uh, this Hanko stamp from, surprise, surprise, and convenient as well for the plot, uh, Yubaba's <laughs> twin sister. So we don't have to come up with any more character designs. <laughs> you know, you know, I said I watched, you know, I said I watched Sherlock last night. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a coincidence i guess that the, the episode watson's just like they're trying to figure out how this bride is is dead on the table but she's still out killing people um this abominable abominable bride and watson's just stood there like could she have a twin and sherlock's just like it's never twins and he's like but could she just have this it's never twins watson what oh they've planned this since birth no it's never <laughs> twins all right it's just never twins <laughs> just, was it just, twins i can't remember <laughs> um I, I i didn't finish the episode i don't know I, <laughs> excellent I'm, I'm not sure if it was twins it probably was twins knowing that setup um yeah but it was twins here. It was definitely twins here. It definitely was twins here. The the bad twin and the slightly less bad twin, but still bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she sort of... She does bad things that turn out to be for the benefit of the characters. Mm. I guess it's a bit... It means to an end. Like, he, he she, she turns the big baby and... I can't even remember what she turns into the little black bird. But she turns oh, yeah, the... it's the other bird that has Yubaba's head. Oh, But Yubaba yeah. can also turn into a bird. So that was, again, something yeah. from my first watch through. I thought that the bird at the beginning with Yubaba's head that was looking for Chihiro, I thought that that was Yubaba. Yubaba. But it turns out that she has a, like a crow <laughs> or a raven with her, her head. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. So... Uh, she turns, yeah, so... So she turns the bird, she turns bird Yubaba into little tiny blackbird and turns baby Yubaba into the... A mouse. Hamster thing. Yeah, and, and that, a cute that, hamster, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, so, so she does a bad thing, but then they're like, oh, we don't want to change back, we're happy like this, we're going to stay like this for now. Um, mm. And it, that ends up helping in the long run as well, because when Haku then baits out Yubaba, she go. He goes. Oh, you've already lost something precious to you, and you don't oh, even yeah. realize it. 
And she yeah. like immediately goes to the gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then yeah. Nice. And, then, and then she goes to the baby and it turns out it's the Dave Batista heads. Yeah. Yeah, there's some weird voc- vocals in this. Like honestly, no names vocals are going to haunt my dreams. I just I just can't. <laughs> it's very strange. I and this was so this was 2001 and good dubs had been done before this look at evangelion which everybody lords as being amazing and look at uh cowboy bebop which everybody says was really like incredible and better than the japanese so good dubs had been done but this was a disney (laughs) production and they were more focused on getting the like the the live action talent of big name actors Mm. rather than voice actors who could actually work to lip flaps and work to anime standards well it's this thing i didn't really think i I didn't think these were bad i think they were designed to be creepy and to be weird so like that that no name the fact that no name freaks me out is kind of doing its job a little bit so i don't don't know if it's necessarily bad voice acting but obviously is is there a reputation that it is it's not not a reputation that it's bad voice acting but it's just it's noticeable and i think especially chihiro at certain points like when she runs to the pigsty and she like yeah, shouts, shouts all in one breath yeah say that guys i'm gonna save you it's all gonna be okay yeah like it doesn't land in the same way as like maybe do another take <laughs> <laughs> oh see so again though i one more time <laughs> i didn't mind that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't mind that. I thought, I thought, look, it's it's this whole film is weird and unusual, and I thought that was a <laughs> different way for a character to come out with that. I know it's all in one breath, and you can look at that as, but I think that's a deliberate, conscious thing to sort of be like, that's her ten-year-old self just panicking and sort of being like la 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 la. Yeah, I trying to put on a brave face in front of where her parents are because she then goes off and cries. Yeah, so yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah, sort of word vomiting to sort of act brave because she knows she's going to break down in a second. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, what happens next, Sam? We kind of come up towards the climax of the film, yeah. which, like I said earlier, the momentum of the film up to this point has been building and these fun little mini adventures. And we get this really quiet, reflective journey to Yubaba's sister's house. Um I yeah, to especially call out the visual, like you were saying earlier, like on the train. Mm. I love that aesthetic of this boundless ocean stretching out in front of you, and yeah. then this wonderfully blue sky with like the odd cloud above. I think that is just such a so tranquil. Yeah, visual and aesthetic. Um, they do it in in Kingdom Hearts, which is one of my favorite games of all time. They have a scene like that, and it just looks gorgeous. And yeah. it's just that for me is that vision of tranquility. Yeah, and that whole scene that plays out after that, it's almost like a good two, three minutes of them just on this train. There's these weird <laughs> business guys. <laughs> oh God, am I am I contradicting myself? Am I because <laughs> you know four minute wonders of uh, of slow <laughs> slow meandering is not really my cup of tea usually, but. This isn't trying... Maybe it's the way it's done. It is the way it's done. I mean, this isn't trying to tell us... St- I, th- I, th- I think also this... Right, okay. Here's, here's, my, here's my point, right? So, okay. in this, 
this is so fast paced so 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 there's so much going on this is a really nice change of pace and a really nice bringing yourself back down let's calm things down in grimgar you said that it's sort of you you, you referred to it as this um you know like there's a, oh, there's the fight scenes and you sort of you you wound up i can't remember the language you used but you sort of and then this is like downtime the, the you meander. didn't let your guard. You had your guard up, didn't? Yes, you? yes. That's what. That's what you said. Now in Grimgar, I, don't, I thought about this when I listened back to the episode. I don't think that you are. You have your guard up enough because we specifically mentioned there's only like one fight in the entire episode. Like I don't think my guard was up, and that's why it was out of place. I didn't feel like that was downtime. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like that was. It was just another scene that was. There was too much of that already. And uh, that's yeah. why it doesn't work. Whereas here, it works brilliantly because the rest of the film is so intense and so... You've had an hour and 20 minutes of just shit is happening yeah. and they're not going to explain it and you're on this roller coaster and then finally Chihiro gets a chance to reflect on it all. You yeah. as a viewer get a chance to reflect on it all. Yes. No faces there too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's so <laughs> forgive. Like, she just lets him come along. Like... We've established that No Face is a bad dude um, who wants to eat her, um, and yeah, they just they just chill. And uh, she drops yeah. No No Face off with um, Twin Witch, and yes, they become friends. But not before getting a fun new accessory. What's the accessory? Oh, the, br- <laughs> the bracelet. <laughs> is it a bracelet or like a, it's like a hair tie? Yeah, it's a hair it's tie, like- but it's been threaded. With it's the crap. wishes of your friends. <laughs> it's so crap. Like Friends is a very loose word to use there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, she's taken... Everyone, everyone she's friends with at the minute has tried to kill her at some point or tried to harm her in some way. And she's just like, yeah, these are my friends now. These, oh my these God, be- the baby in the, in the, in the room. Yeah. You don't oh, play with me. I'll to- break your arm. Oh my God. Exactly. And she, uh, she doesn't play with him. She manages to get away, but... That baby the day is... Batistas are about to throw the dragon in the fire. Yes. Or are they going to push him down into the thing? Because he's very close to the, the drop down chute. Um, and mm. they both fall down there. So I think they were pushing him onto the trapdoor to just get rid of ah. him rather than burn. Okay, him. that makes more <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just went to the darkest place possible. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have roast uh, river god tonight <laughs> on, the, on the barbie. Mm, the delicacy. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me um yeah, yeah so I, I i one of my comments was how the fuck are these guys friends like everyone's tried to kill her um she's just brought yeah. them along and it's because they're cute now because they're cute mm. little animals and that gets rid of any any sort of animosity towards them why would you why would you still hate them after that you know yeah, yeah. this was the point of the film as well where i started to question the uh because they start mentioning it really heavy heavy handedly they start mentioning oh the curse was broken because of true love and he came here because of love and this that and the next thing i remember thinking mm, mm, she's been there for <laughs> what two days i don't think that's enough time for for, for love proper true love is that or pure love as they call it in the dub yeah. So I switched it to Japanese mm. and I switched the subtitles on and it's all they, for money. they don't mention it. Oh, right. Okay. Huh? It's all for money. <laughs> it's all for money. <laughs> <laughs> all for that cash dollar. <laughs> they don't mention One it One million dollar. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but the the sub, um, 
Doctor Eggman, Boiler Man makes like an off-handed thing, like oh, I guess I guess they must like each other. But he says like Suki, which means like. It doesn't mean love. Okay. And then later on, and then the rest of his conversation is, oh, so her real name's Chihiro. I didn't know that that was her name. That's really interesting. Thank you for telling me. And then Haku runs off. But in the dub, it's. Only the power of true love could have broken this curse. It's pure love, my boy. That's it. Pure love. <laughs> and then again at the is that when witch's Haku house. Fa- is that when Haku finds out his real name? Uh, no, that's or- when he wakes up in the boiler room before oh, right, flying yeah. to the twin's house. Yeah, and yeah. then at the twin's house, she's like, ah, that's the power of true love. That's how he's gotten here. Ha, only true love could have beat this curse. But again, in the sub, it's, oh, that's just good timing that he's turned up here. Yeah. And oh yeah, by the way, don't forget to wear the headband. Like, <laughs> and okay, this yeah. is where you can tell that Disney had such a big like involvement in this. They're trying to hoist that kind of Disney princess, um, true love solves all problems, mm, yeah, theme into this film where actually it didn't exist before. Yeah, we don't need true love. It's just the gumption of a small girl trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, uh, yeah, it's dis- it's disnified, isn't it? Uh, whatever. Like, you know, yeah, it's not great, is it? They, they, they didn't need to do that. Um, mm. cause it, it just feels so out of place with who we know Chihiro to be. Mm. Like, it also, care. okay. Yeah. I, I I feel like it also it doesn't pay off because do, I, I'm, I'm, do they say in the dub then oh the sub sorry because right at the end when they leave each other uh, mm-hmm. Chihiro's sort of like will I ever see you again and he says of course you will and then there's no payoff with that whatsoever there's just she just yep. goes off and never look, turns around I can't believe she didn't turn around um, and no because it's the Greek it's like the Orpheus myth isn't it like if you turn around then everything like explodes Oh yeah, no, I I get that, I get that. I just it it's I was I just I just, I, I wanted to turn around. Like I can't. She just resisted so well. I, I'm I'm impressed more than anything. I was just like she's got to turn around, and she she has that little flinch, and I'm like, oh, is she gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. Then um, you see the headband flash in the sun. Oh like, no, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> yeah, but it it, it and uh, yeah. So there's no payoff with that. So in the I was wondering whether. That was another play to the sort of eternal love, sort of we'll be together in the end. But then because the animation wasn't there, they couldn't do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, uh, Yeah, there were the lip flaps to fit in. And we will be married as prince and princess <laughs> forevermore. And Michael Mouse will uh, yeah. look after our wedding at Disney Castle. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm unsure. But yeah. yeah. It's that thing we were talking about with slime where localizing versus translating. And this and again, for a time, 2001, where anime hadn't really kind of kicked off yet, they needed to try and build this as a Disney film with Disney values. So I yeah. guess I can see why they did it. Doesn't mean I have to like it, but I <laughs> yeah, can yeah. see why yeah. they've done it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I've got some quick fire things that I need explaining and or that I okay. slash odds and ends to, to wrap us up. Yeah, slash that I just don't like. So the first thing is <laughs> that she somehow remembers that she drowned and that a river god saved her and that is haku 
even though there's no well, how does she come to that con- how does she figure that out she's like Sherlock Holmes so, on acid like what's going on <laughs> acid I think would be the, the described way for what Miyazaki was on yes during the yeah. production of this film no um, so when she was so in Shinto religion which is uh, one of the big ones here in Japan there's this idea that there are gods in everything yes Um. so if this was the 90s where it would probably be a little bit more spiritual for young people then when she drowned and she came back it's likely that the people around her would have said oh well the river spirit must have smiled on you and, and pulled you to the shallow waters oh the river spirit must have returned your shoe this is a sign of good luck yeah so she while maybe not believing fully that it's an actual literal river god who looks like a cute young boy mm. it's actually like she's this, i get I, yeah okay i, I get that that's fine. Mm-hmm. But how does she... What I'm asking is, how does she go from this is Haku, a dragon that flies through the air, to, oh, remember so that this time? This is the river. This is the, same, this is the river <laughs> that saved me that time. And that's how and that's how he knows my name. Like, I like that little twist at the end where he's like, oh yeah, that's why I've got an attachment to you. That's why I know your real name. It's because mm-hmm. I saved you that time and that, thank you for yeah. reminding me. But there's no way she comes to that conclusion. I just don't get how she... I think it's the... the when she's... Riding, riding the back him. of him yeah and it feels similar Familiar. to the way that yeah i guess okay. is how you could describe it yeah okay um my next point is that you Bring said they're on. only there for two days or a couple Maybe of days a bit longer yeah well uh, yeah, yeah. The, the car is covered in dust covered in dust and yeah. and it's all overgrown yeah and are the moving men still there are they waiting <laughs> for the family to come back <laughs> Yeah. Have they moved in? They they te- they've Who knows? Nicked, they've stolen all their stuff. They have no belongings. <laughs> <laughs> They're going they back to a shell. Paid, so they repo all their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ha- he hasn't turned up for week. He's weeks he's lost his job. You know, they, they have to move <laughs> this back is the anyway. worst move. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God. They, they have no idea why as well. They're just like, well, what are you on about? We just stopped off at an amusement park. We were there for yeah. half an hour. It's fine. Um, Fun fact, those amusement parks are actually genuinely all over japan we drove past one uh fairly recently oh, wow. uh, it was like this giant replica of a japanese style castle uh which just was closed off to the public and you couldn't get into it because like he says at the start the economy absolutely exploded during the 80s and 90s mm. and then when the economy crashed they couldn't keep these places open so just shut them off so there are yeah hundreds of abandoned theme parks all over the country That's and mad. i just want to go to one in the dead of night with a flashlight <laughs> right okay fun uh fun fact uh lucy my other half she uh went through this massive phase of watching there's lo- you can do it on youtube mate there's lo- there's so many abandoned theme park videos and she got into this yes uh, a couple of these people who are all around the uk or all around the world go sneak in with uh drones and uh whatever they're called gopros and stuff and filmed their time uh in the in abandoned theme parks and there was one there's one really you know uh cleethorpes yes yeah there's there's a there's an abandoned theme park there now because uh pleasure island closed down there's one that i went to as a kid it's lovely and uh (laughs) lucy always made me go and drive past it so that we could have a have a peer in through the fence and see what was going on uh see we we never got the balls evil machinations were happening yeah, but people have done that park as well, and that we so we've seen that on YouTube. People go and sneak into that one, which is quite cool. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so there you go. That's your next. That, that's your wormhole to dive into after this podcast. 
Amazing. That, mm-hmm. That's the plan. Uh, any more odds and ends that you've got for this? Uh, no, I think that's I think that's everything for me. I think um, I'm ready to get onto the questions. What about you? Anything else you want to say? Um, I, I just want to just shout out the animation again, just because mm-hmm. there's so many levels and layers to it that just blow my mind, especially when you see the big crowd scenes and there are 20 plus people all moving, all on model, all doing something unique and you think about it from like an actual animation standpoint where it's just a bunch of still images and how insanely detailed you have to be thinking about every character in that scene every single time you draw the next frame yeah like miyazaki is literally a god (laughs) at his art form literally i think literally Yes, he is a Kami. He he's he's sitting there in the baths inside this spirit world, just doodling on the back of a napkin. I think yeah. that this is maybe the best looking show that we've discussed on the podcast so far. Wow. Just from a, a just from a animation point of view. Maybe not in terms of character design or even though they are very, very good. Um, because they just follow that traditional Ghibli style. Mm. But I think in terms of actual in-motion animation, yeah, this blows everything else out of the water. Maybe there are some better fights and some better cuts in other episodes that we've d- talked about. <laughs> but You're doing a lot of justifying here. You're doing, you're, maybe this, maybe this, maybe <laughs> this, but, but still but the best. I think from beginning to end, yeah. everything is moving, everything is, and to, to, for it to be hand-animated... And you, that quality comes through. So, yeah, I just, uh, everybody said it. Everybody knows about it when it comes to Ghibli. You get absolute the best quality. And I think it, animation-wise, that holds up even now. It's insane. It's insane. Wow, okay. All right. Well, we'll leave it there and we'll get on to the three questions, I think, after after that wonderful rant. Yeah, it's time to decide whether this gets into the universe. Okay, well, so we need to decide if this can make it into the universe. If this is something we can show an absolute novice in order to get them involved with anime and want to watch more. So our first question that I'm going to ask you is, is it conceptually good? Uh, <laughs> is, it a, is it a good idea? Um, mm. is, is, is this ever, ever a good idea to make things this weird i it's a girl who what is the concept it's a girl who goes to uh, who's who's moving and she's having some relationship issues with her parents going through a hard time and she manages to find some escapism in the wonderful world of the spirits and the bathhouse and she goes on adventures in this yeah i mean i guess it's a good concept in the sense that everything's a good concept um she meets lots of interesting characters. It's very weird and wacky. Yeah, Isekai. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good concept. What about you? Yeah, I think it's that traditional adventure story, isn't it? It's some the person's going along, everything seems fine, and then everything goes really weird and wrong. I mean, we've seen concepts like isn't that every story ever? <laughs> I suppose, but <laughs> I think this definitely... everything's fine, and then it's not, and then it's not, and then it's it continues to not be, and then we save the day through the power of friendship, um, and everything goes back to level one. 
Though I would think maybe as as a concept, you could almost call this quite der- derivative. Um, yeah. You could say, oh, well, this is just uh, a Japanese version of Alice in Wonderland. Uh, mm. This is just um, an attempt to jump on board the uh, young girl goes to a strange place and doesn't know what's happening, has to get back to reality, like her own normal. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I can understand those comparisons. I think can, I think execution is probably better than concept in this regard because it on paper, just saying girl transported to a bathhouse has to save a it's parents. different in the, it's a different in the fact that it's like spirits though. Um, the, the world mm. that she goes into, there, um, there, there's some stuff on the afterlife, and there's some there's the, the, there's Definitely. there's bits and pieces, you know, using Greek mythology and stuff for like gods and things like that. But it, as far as like Japanese spirits are concerned, but then again, <laughs> there probably is loads, just I haven't seen it. So yeah, um, I think you'll for, have to you'll somebody, have to be the lore on this. So maybe for for somebody coming from a Western perspective, which. I mean, that's the whole concept of a weave. It's so it's somebody from the West trying to right, get yeah, into yeah. Japanese culture. I think this is at the very least an interesting enough concept because of all the all the spirits and you yeah. get to see what traditional buildings look like. So I think, yeah, okay, yeah, th- there's elements that are similar, but I think yeah. for a newbie, it's probably something that would cap- catch your interest. Okay, Sam, question two. I'm glad I'm asking you this first. Are there any <laughs> fundamental turnoffs? Okay, so like we just said, it is very entrenched in its uh, Eastern sensibilities. So there is a lot of stuff and shorthand visual cues and setting cues that will go over the head of somebody who isn't at least somewhat familiar with... Oh boy. Um <laughs> with Japanese culture, like the whole idea of a bathhouse and the whole idea of kami and spirits and um, the fact that they look bizarre, but some are benevolent, but some are not. I think yeah, that, and it, I hate to say it because I want to espouse the virtues of Japanese culture at any opportunity I can, but it is like Chihiro running straight headfirst into a brick wall where if you've got zero knowledge of spirits, yeah. yokai, everything like that, this is going to be something that is utterly bizarre. I remember when this came out on Channel 4 and watching it as a kid in like year nine mm-hmm. or whatever it was, and we were all talking about it at school the next day and we're like, yeah, it looked good. I've no idea what was going on though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think- How about you? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I think there definitely are fundamental turnoffs, um, and that whole—I'm not going to go over it all again, but the, that it's just so otherworldly, and I do feel like they do try and. But then, the other world, yeah, <laughs> you jump jump around in your head, don't you? I've got so many different contradictory ideas. It, it is it is otherworldly, but it's not as otherworldly for people of that culture. But then I'm not from that culture, and that's the target audience. It's a more it's tra- mm. not necessarily the target audience, but that's the perspective we're looking at it from from a noob, from a weeb. Um, so yeah, I think there is a hell of a lot there. I think 
plot lines like again there's so much that goes on with the plot you know she goes into she meets this uh plumber character not a plumber what is he <laughs> who's the guy in the basement doing oh dr eggman <laughs> yeah doc, doc, the boiler the boiler runner the boiler man not a plumber yeah same thing uh pl- the the plumber same, same bathhouse uh, she yeah she she meets the boiler man um she then stays in this weird room meets this girl meets this boy who's a dragon there's an egg there's there's batista heads there's witch woman big nose there's Big giant babies, twins, magic, spirits. There's so many different elements to this. And mm. in a... I don't know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what this would be like as a series. If you sort of could drip feed those in and yeah. it gets richer and richer and deeper Almost as it gets like, into it. Could you see daily uh, instances at the bathhouse? So you could have one mm. day we have a slimeball customer like we see today or other days there might be loads of customers at the same time. You could really flesh out that world and delve into the history and the intricacies of the different spirits. And it, it wouldn't be as intense. You wouldn't need to do it all at once. You could, Mm. you know, the first, the first one could be, could the the first episode would end like, I don't know. She, she sort of meets the boiler man and, and, and that's, that's sort of where it, where it finishes and we learn um, about his spell with the soot dead yeah, like yeah. things and we learn yeah, about and she gives him somewhere to stay and you know like mm. that, that that's the sort of the end of the first day and that's the end of the first episode i think that would be a lot less um intimidating for an, a, a noob but it's mm. not it's a film and it's all at once and it's all 100 miles an hour so yeah definite fundamental turnoffs for me okay so the last question is one that's a bit weird um when we look at a film uh yes. which is do you want to watch more? So the way I was thinking we could do this is I'm I'm going to sit this question out apart okay. from maybe a few comments and, and leave that in your relative uh, newcomer mindset to, to decide. How dare you? Yeah. Um, so the way to phrase this part of our three questions would be having watched this film, if you imagine that this is the first time you've seen this. It is. I don't need to imagine. Yep. <laughs> um, does it pique Do your curiosity enough, not to watch it again, but to find out more about the setting, the spirits? Oh, the, that's hard. The, do I, do I want to know more about this this universe? Basically? Uh, not maybe not even just the universe, but find out more about Japanese culture in general because the whole thing's set in a bathhouse. There's the rice balls that they're eating. There's the different types of food on display near the beginning. Like it is so utterly entrenched in Japanese culture. Does mm. it make you want to find out more about? like Japanese culture, anime in general. Oh yeah, but that's a, that's a nasty question Sam, isn't it? Because if I say no, that makes me seem like a right uncultured uh, it, do- it doesn't prick. make me seem like an un- uncultured prick. <laughs> it does. Because, it makes me seem like a right dickhead. You could, you could just as justifiably say no, it was a bit too much all at once versus oh actually these bits were interesting. But but I think the important thing is to hear your perspective on it. Because this is the whole idea of this podcast is that you are the person coming into this for the first time. You are the person who okay. needs I to answer want, it. I, I'm a naturally 
curious person. I will always try and look at uh, look out for things. I, I want to learn new things. You know, I, I, I'll delve into anything um, given half the chance. So I think I always will have that curiosity. And yeah, I guess I do kind of want to know more about Japanese culture, but I don't think this pr- this builds on that. I don't want to know any. Sir, I'm winning. I'm 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 able to I'm able to get around this. So yes, I want to know more, but not because of this film. I want to know more because Ooh. that's just who I am, and I'm curious. I don't want this. Doesn't make me any more intrigued in that. In fact, it kind of confuses me and intimidates me a little bit too much. So it, if anything, it negate it negates that a little bit. But having said that, a but you say I I do. I I am curious, like like just talking about having this as a series. There are elements of this that, if it was taken at a different pace, that I would love to explore more. And like, if we saw into this realm a little bit handheldy, sort of just take me <laughs> take me at a slower pace. And you might be gentle want with to me, watch senpai. more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit, but um, I. I don't think I can, that justifies the film. Do you know what I mean? Like that's an if and when it's got some interesting ideas that I might want to look at in more. Or does it? I don't. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know whether that's giving too much credit because it's got some good ideas that I would like to see if it was done like this, but it's not done like that. It's done like this Mm. film in this way. So if I'm, if we're everything else we've judged based so it's basically, I like the concept, but it mm-hmm. doesn't, does this film make me, the concept makes then, me want to learn more. Go on, I'm going around in circles. I don't know. I don't know. Then, the yeah. Answer. So would you then follow on, for, if, if this was the first thing that you'd ever seen, if I'd shown you this instead of Death Note, would you then have gone on to seek out more anime? Do you want to see more films by Studio Ghibli? Like They're intriguing, aren't they? So I guess, yeah, I guess so. I like it. Uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we've got <laughs> as your final answer. Do you want to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think we've got a lot of um, middle ground there, mm. sort of on the fence with a few of those. So I think it's it's up to us to make the decision. Sam, does it get into the universe? What do you think? Oh dear. Um, I, I I think I, I, I let me say where I am. I think okay. I'm happy to go with what you want because I am a bit on the fence with this. I think. I wouldn't put it in because I didn't like it, but I think there's enough, oh, there's enough interesting stuff there that, uh, oh, but no, I, I don't think it should get in. I don't think it should get in. <laughs> I think, I think it's too, out. too intense. Uh, so it's too, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I think that it is an absolutely an amazing film. Um, I love the animation. I love the soundtrack. I love the character designs. I love the way that it's paced and the way that you, see all these intricacies of uh, how this world works. However, I have to also remember that the first time that I did watch this, ah, but actually the first time that I watched it, my mom, I was like, <laughs> it was one of the, it was at the same time that I started picking up manga for the first time. And it's, I remember specifically saying to mum and dad, please, please, can we use some of the precious recording space that we have on the box to record all of the Studio Ghibli stuff? Because I was like... Mm. You want to see it all? Yeah. 
So, look, I'm going to leave the decision firmly in your hands. I'm going to leave it firmly with you because I think I might be biased, but I mean, I, you know, that's the whole point of <laughs> bringing, having the, uh, the this perspective. But I think because I've seen it so many times, I think I'm always going to say, yeah, it should get into the Anniverse because of the legacy, because of the animation, because of everything else. I think you need to be the person who decides as you watched it, is this newbie material or is this something that people should come to after having experienced a bit more anime and understanding a bit more of the culture? What do you think? I think it doesn't get any Anniverse. I wanted to turn this off. Do you know what I mean? Like... I think I didn't feel it. I didn't I didn't enjoy the experience particularly. Once I sort of trekked through because I had to, it, it got a bit better and I can mm-hmm. see loads of the positives. But for me, I it, as if you're going to show this to a complete noob, I feel like 90%. You know, you're going to you're going to hook some people that love this kind of stuff, but I think yeah. you're going you're far, few and far between. I think a lot of people are going to switch it off. Um so okay. I don't think it gets any anniversary. Sorry, dude. No, that is completely fine. Um, <laughs> spirited away. Sorry, but you've not made it into the Anniverse. You, whilst you have so many positives and so many benefits, if we showed you to a complete novice, it might just be a bit too much for them to handle. So, sorry, but you've not made it into the Anniverse this week. What's next week, Sam? I'm still reeling. I'm just... Oh, <laughs> I was emotional. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, man. I'm from sorry. Uh, something that is critically acclaimed the world over, we are going to something maybe a little bit more off-brand. Uh, next week, <laughs> well, um, I would like you to watch the short series Citrus. Okay. You uh, see, I've never heard of it. Don't know anything about it. But going by your laughter, it's going to be an interesting one. I'm sure it'll be just fine. Every, every... <laughs> I'm God. I'm very much looking forward to hearing your uh, okay. opinions on this. <laughs> okay. Well, after that emotional roller coaster it's time for just catch up oh, with our slice of life let's just have a little oh bit goodness. of chill oh my god that was that was yeah okay so what you been up to this week sam are you have you uh have you apart from watch re-watching this absolute classic that i've just kicked out of the universe, all over yeah, with, with, with... <laughs> now nah, it's all good man uh i have been playing a lot of final fantasy 14 this week will um i've been I've hit my uh, job levels. I'm playing through the story mode. My brother's been helping me with uh, clearing out the last few dungeons. And luckily, we just got a big announcement of the next Final Fantasy XIV expansion uh, in the past couple of days. It's called Endwalkers, and it looks to be absolutely epic. So this is how how little I know about Final Fantasy. I didn't even realize it was an online game. I thought it was like a story, just a story mode. Oh no, they are story mode games, like the majority of them are, but 11 and 14 were specifically online. Right. Uh, and 14's been going for the past 10 years now. Oh, so, see, just over my head. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's it's honestly, boggling. it's so good. If people like kind of old school fantasy, like high fantasy fantasy games. Yeah. Check it out. There's a free trial. You can play up to level 60. You can play all the way through Heavenswood. It's, 
insane. It's just, yeah. Oh, it's my happy place. And it helps me de-stress from work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you? Up to much this week? Um, not really. Apart from watching this uh, this film, which took a, a fair bit of my evening time, I've, I've been doing a lot of, uh, of work. I've been getting up early and doing extra work because I've got some stuff due. But by the by, I've also been reading a new book. I started a new series, Ooh. which... I was looking. Is for the some... Witcher? Is the Witcher? Is the Witcher? It's not the Witcher. It's not the Witcher, dude. Uh yeah. I, I, I will. I do want to get back onto that. I might try watching the series. I think again, that's quite otherworldly, and the language I find hard to deal with in the Witcher a little bit. I feel like I don't know whether the mm. guy who wrote it. I mean, he was Polish, and yeah. it is translated from Polish. Yeah. See, I knew that, and I think you can pick that up a lot in the in the language that they use, um, which is no reason not to read it. I just. I don't know. I wanted something a little bit more easy to read. So, what have you been reading? I'm reading the li- the Invisible Library at the minute. Um, I, I I'm about halfway through. Um, I'm undecided at the minute of whether I'm enjoying it. But it's it's basically um, a load of librarians live in this invisible library, which is sort of in between worlds, and they can travel to all different worlds that are between chaos and order, and in the worlds of chaos. Everything is like uh, vampires, werewolves, and uh, magic. And then in the worlds of order, it's all technology and really rigid sort of society. And it's this, every world is on a continuum between these two extremes. Um, So it's a really interesting Mm -hmm. concept. And their job is to collect books because books influence how chaotic or order, how much order there is in that world. And there's lots of other this sounds things. 100% like a Final Fantasy plot. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Final yeah. Fantasy is all about the balance of light and darkness, chaos and order. Oh, so wow. That's, that actually sounds really appealing to me. <laughs> um, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, this is right up my alley. <laughs> I'm, I'm really loving the storyline. The bit that I'm not enjoying is the pandering to... Uh, fee- the, the main character is a woman who's very much lusting over her gorgeous male companion um oh. she couldn't just be a male uh, a female character who is good because she's good yeah she has to have a, some form of love interest yeah and it's it's just like, disneyfied it's, it's pretty much because he's good looking rather than any of his other qualities which is a bit annoying but we'll see where it goes um yeah, so that's what i've been up to cool well i think that takes us to the end of the episode um Thanks, guys, for yeah. listening. If you've listened for this long, especially through the uh, <laughs> through the slice of ranting and raving, for yeah, us yeah. To just, <laughs> yeah, for us to just just get a chance self, to catch up with each other, really, well, self indulge <laughs> a bit and talk about what we've been doing, yeah. <laughs> talk about what we've been up to. Mm. Yeah, uh, thanks again to everybody who's been talking to us on Instagram and Twitter and not Facebook because you know yeah. Facebook's a dead platform. But <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks to everybody who's been engaging with us uh, on social medias. Uh, of course, remember to subscribe so that you, the newest episodes turn up in your podcast feed and let us know what you think of the episode somewhere, whether it's a review, whether it's a DM to us on one of our social medias. We love to chat to you guys and know what you think. Yeah. Brilliant. All right, we'll leave it there and we'll see you next week in the Anniverse. <laughs>